Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so my guest today is best known as the wealth architect and founder of Light Circle. His goal now is to make the most, uh, is to help people make the most out of their lives in whatever area they choose. Welcome to the show, Mark Yegi. Thank you, John. Great to be here. Nice to see you. Absolutely. Pleasure to have you on the show. Um, that was a, a very, very brief introduction to yourself. Could you tell <laughs> the listeners more about you, what you do and how you help? No, that's it. That's it. Just a very simple thing. <laughs> okay. End of the show. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So listen, uh, you know, I don't know where we where we want to start, but I can tell you that uh, my life has basically been about personal development. Um, I've read about 8,000 books, basically all nonfiction on personal development. A lot of them are on, on relationships. But I've also had a parallel path through uh, personal development in the financial area. So I run a couple of hedge funds. And then my my latest uh, my latest project, which I, is my passion project, is a organization called Light Circle, in which we uh, help people get the best out of their their own abilities and their own skill sets in life. And we also teach them new things. So we're excited about that. So yeah. So th- th- we'll talk about those bits in a minute. But firstly, maybe about you. How did you get into how did you get into the kind of the personal development? I, I remember reading from uh, some information I read about you that you kind of set up a, 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 a company when you were really young and yeah. sold that for some untold millions of dollars and all manner of things that you've done in your life. Uh, you know, uh, I got lucky. I had a really cool dad. And um, and I, I guess I was kind of a wise guy when I was a little kid, maybe mm-hmm. in third grade or something like that. And I was getting bullied. And um, I didn't know what to do. My dad would just say, fight back and punch him first and all those kinds of things. Yeah. And I happened to find a um, a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think I was 12 or 13 years old. Maybe I, it was actually probably even younger. Right. And I, I remember pulling that old tattered yellowed book off of my dad's shelf. And, you know, it was later on that I realized this whole shelf was full of personal development, little pocket books, oh, wow. like how to win friends, and influence people, how to stop worrying, and start living the power, positive, the power of positive thinking, right. and all, all those guys that had written in the 30s, 40s and 50s of last century. So I started reading that book. And then I actually got on my parents typewriter, it was like an old Smith Corona typewriter. And mm-hmm. I was typing out all of the things at the end of each chapter, they were called in a nutshell. And right. Dale Carnegie had written these little human relations principles which I am now an instructor for Dale Carnegie at part-time oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. But that's what we actually teach. We teach those human relations principles. Okay. And I would carry them around in my pocket as I went to school and I would try to apply them. And it totally drastically changed my life. So I recognized very early on, John, that life wasn't about anything really other than relationships with humans. Okay. And so I started to apply that in my life at right. that time. Right. And that's when I kind of became hooked because I saw the results of just reading one book and what it did in my life. Yeah, and that kind of, you said it really sparked your interest because you've and you said like up about eight thousand books on personal development. I mean, that's an amazing yeah. introduction to, to life at an early age, which most of us were kind of worrying about our maths exams and stuff like that. <laughs> you you were kind of really getting into the side of personal development and understanding the significance of relationships. 
Yeah, I was I wasn't worrying about math at all. In fact, that was probably part of my problem is that I I really just didn't like school at all. I didn't I couldn't apply anything to school. I wasn't a very good student. I couldn't sit still, those kinds of things. And I didn't realize that I was setting myself up so for so much personal development. Like I've been to, you know, probably in the millions of dollars worth of seminars around the world with people like Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, um, and some of the other gurus as well. And, you know, I've learned a lot, but the but it's great to learn things. It, it's even better when you can share that knowledge with other people. And yeah. that's that's kind of what my, I feel my my journey is, is because I know that the things that we don't learn in school, we learn the math. We learn how to do X plus Y and squared and all those things and the Pythagorean theorem and Romeo and Juliet and all these things that we don't use every day. But the things we do use every day yeah. are not taught. Yeah. And so I really think that we, you know, we've got it wrong. We've got to teach people these things. No, I can I completely agree. There's so many people that I talk to, especially coming on the podcast and, you know, the, the school system doesn't set people up to have healthy relationships or to look at themselves or to improve themselves in a huge way from the inside out. It's all from the outside in or, like you said, with things that we are going to try and remember but completely forget after the, after we've left school because we're never going to use it in a right. majority of cases. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a real shame that though that we miss out on when when young minds are sponges, mm. we teach them things that really they can't you know they won't utilize. Now I learned a lot of things in my life, and every once in a while I pull them up, but uh, but frankly I use money every day, and I never learned anything about money in school. No. I learned human relations uh, after school as an elective when I should have been learning that all along, mm. not from the from the people in my classes, but from. You know, people that really knew what was going on, the experts, things like no, that. No, no, so, I think it would make school a much healthier environment and a much better place to exist if people were, were taught about the significance of relationships. But also, like you said as well, the self-development. It's, sure. you know, improving that relationship or having a healthy relationship yourself right from the start would make so much difference to the rest of your life if you could, if someone could help you with that at an early age. Yeah, absolutely. I have a concept. We call it magical self-connection at my place called Light Circle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we believe that if you if you don't love yourself, you don't love who you are. And so many people have doubts about who they are because they're instilled with those doubts by our societies and cultures. Mm-hmm. Then it's really hard to be a good person. It's hard to love somebody else at a deep level. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be loved at a deep level because if you don't love yourself, you don't believe that somebody else has, else has the ability to love you as much as they you know they could yeah 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 so, and then i guess when you're reaching out for love sometimes as well it can come from an unhealthy place too because you're not authentic in your own love then the love that maybe you're reaching out for from someone else is not going to be that healthy as well that's right that's right like validation sort of space yeah we want to have us uh you know we want to have the ability to explore ourselves so many people i i'm a I'm, i travel basically six to seven months a year mm-hmm. and i go and live in different places around the world and uh, a lot of people say oh, how, how can you do that you have to a friend of mine told me last week he says you know i tried doing that when i was on a business trip and i went to dinner by myself and he says i was so uncomfortable i don't know how you do that every day okay and i said well you just you just find things to do or you just kind of explore and learn about people around you yeah not all about performing and being with somebody all the time. Sometimes you just have to be with yourself. That's when you you really get a lot of it, insights yeah. about. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I went on holiday by myself. I was about twenty five, and um, I went to Crete 
and I've on a bit of a lads holiday type thing, but on my own with a group of people that were just wanting to dance and get drunk a lot. And I remember sitting there a couple of times on my own in restaurants and stuff, getting my dinner and whatever. And people were sort of looking at me really weirdly as if to say, is that guy on his own? Um, you know, and then people would come up and say, do you want to come and join us and stuff all the time? It was really, it was nice to be like included, but it was really seen as an odd thing to be doing. It's funny. I don't get that at all. Right, okay. <laughs> I don't get that at all. And, you know, every once in a while, I'd be kind of nice. But you know what? When I'm out, I'm generally doing something or I'll have my headset on. And that's and so many people on the other side of the table are doing the same thing as well now. So maybe yeah. that's why. But uh, or maybe you just have that kind of face. Yeah, I probably I was probably a little bit needy as well. So he probably picked up on the fact that I did actually want some company. <laughs> <laughs> they saw that energy. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, definitely. Please come and join us. You look very sad by yourself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um so th- is that where the sort of six foundational principles is it that that that's is that the dale carnegie well no that's that's, that's actually part of, part of life right. dale carnegie has actually 30 human relations principles okay things about you know treat other people like they want to be treated and uh you know remember to use people's names and smile and and uh you know things things like along the lines that if we all learned just the dale carnegie first nine principles life would be a lot better in the world but uh the six principles that we have in light circle uh, i'm really proud of because i think they kind of embody what we all need or we each need as humans right so we start with pure relationships and it's not just a spousal relationship or a significant other but there are you know you want to have pure friendships you want to have pure relationships with your family and um you know at a deep level so that uh you know a lot of times you want to you want to have a deeper relationship with your family, but they're not able to do it. They're not available for that. Yeah. We, I also believe, as I just mentioned in, in fulfilling travel, I learned so much about myself when I travel around the world and I learned it through, uh, through cultures. Uh, you know, I just learned a lot about myself just being in Dubai a few days ago. And I learned about that interesting, uh, culture and what they have going on over there. Some, Some fascinating things. Right. Yeah. So those those are two of them. We we mentioned magical self connection connection and the importance of that. Yeah. So that kind of starts to work with everything else. Profound spirituality. We believe in being connected to our creator, mm-hmm. uh, whoever that creator is for you, uh, whether it's the universe or source or God. Uh, that is an important part because if we have a, a spiritual or a, a religious practice, it really helps us be grounded because we don't have all the answers and we don't know everything as much as we want to think we we do. Yeah. And then we we round it up with uh, with relationship or would uh, not relationships, but balanced abundance. Okay. So it's not about just getting rich and having all this passive income. It's about being balanced in your abundance and all those other things that I mentioned. Okay. And then uh, youthful health. Because if you don't have health and you don't have the other, the ability to enjoy all the other things in life. So those are the things that we we talk about. And we put it all together in something called Light Circle, which is a mastermind community. So it's like a family. Yeah. You know, we all have those family members that we don't want to hang out with at, you know, <laughs> at the holidays. This is a way to kind of have family members. You're all on the same path. You're all moving in the same direction. Yeah. They're there to support you. They're there to encourage you. But they're also there to give you tough love when you're letting yourself down on the goals that you set for yourself. Okay. And then, you know, one of the most important things about that, and and I don't know if you see this in your work, John, is that people don't celebrate as much as they should. Right. I know we have drinking celebrations. You mentioned one a few minutes ago, but we go, that's how we celebrate mostly. But 
What about when we achieve something in our own personal life? What about when we achieve something at, at work? We usually check it off and move on. And we yeah. don't tell our body. We don't reward ourselves and our body that, hey, you did some work on this. It was great. Enjoy it. Bask in it. Celebrate it. And that tells your unconscious mind to lock it in mm. so that you can do the next thing that you want to do or be the next the next thing you want to yeah. be. Definitely. That, that comes up very often in, in the coaching work that I do is something like, you know, I just yeah. encourage people just to give themselves a pat on the back every once in a while. And it's amazing how hard that is for some people to do is just yeah. acknowledge their little successes or something that they've done. Um, and again, I think that comes back to that, that kind of culture in schools, isn't it? And especially in the UK, we're not taught to big yourself up. It's like bragging if you, if you're proud of yourself. And, and I think, Again, that's something that completely needs to shift. I mean, yes, there's a difference yeah. between arrogance and confidence, but you know, if you if you don't acknowledge your own achievements, it can really put you into a a, a difficult space in in all areas of life, can't it? Because you, like you said, you're never taking the time to actually look at yourself and go, "Oh, well done, me." Hundred percent. It's and it's it's an important streak of of humanity that we really need to nurture a bit. I have uh, when I put on seminars. Some of the seminars that I do, I have an exercise where it's not the whole exercise, but it starts off with you going to the mirror and just looking at yourself. I don't know about you, but I rarely look at myself. And and, and well, I go to the gym quite a lot at the moment, so I'm looking at myself quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. You can't really help it, but it's, it's... you're one of those guys that's always doing this in the mirror. Huh? <laughs> but you know, we started off, and then I say, just look at yourself and say, "I love you." Mm -hmm. And it feels really strange the first time you do it. And you, you, if you're a listener, you're probably like, what is this guy talking about? Mm. But that's how we start off the exercise. And if you can get comfortable in your own skin, just giving yourself the ability to love yourself, to, mm. to celebrate with yourself, to really enjoy who you are, mm. then you can, you can go so much farther. You can be so much more. Yeah, no, it makes a huge difference. I remember when I first started trying to talk to myself in a positive way, my brain just rejected it out of hand yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, so I, I just started off with like, John, you're okay. Uh, and that's all my brain would accept at the time. And I gradually had to build that up and build that up into more positive affirmations and more like the positivity of seeing myself in a positive light and, and gradually to get to a, a different level of self-love. Yeah. acceptance and everything else that needed to happen for me to be able to sort of switch my life around yeah there's a person i follow and met in uh, in the personal development space her name is marissa peer mm. and uh, i think she's from your neck of the woods actually yeah, she's and, an rct lady yeah i think yeah. so and her big message is i'm enough and most people i mean that's the level we're at is they don't people don't even feel that they're at enough mm -hmm. at, at enough in our culture and what a shame that we have to go around and teach people that they're enough. That's a basic minimum. You're enough. Let's yeah. move on from you're enough. Let's make it. You're awesome. Yeah. But you yeah. start somewhere. Yeah, that's right. I, that's where I actually did get to. So if I'm having a struggling moment now, I actually, excuse the, excuse the language on the show, but I actually say, John, you're fucking awesome. Because, there you, go. you know, and my brain doesn't throw that away. It just goes, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I, you need to put the curse word in there to make it believable. For oh, you. for sure. You know, I always have to emphasize it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, because, yeah, it needs it needs a little bit of extra oomph behind it. Um, right. My brain just goes, yeah, you know what? You're all right, mate. You, you are awesome. Let's go. You know, because sometimes that when I'm flat and I need that kick up the backside or if I'm having a 
self-critical day or something like that. I really have to focus and sort of go and actually stop doing this to yourself. Be nice and actually be extra nice. Um, and and that, yeah. That, yeah, that slump and that kind of difficult mood that you might be in. There's a guy named Dan Sullivan um, who uh, who's written so many books and has a thing called Strategic Coach, and he's he's really quite an inspiration in a lot of ways, certainly in in business thinking. But he does he did just finish this book called The Gap in the Gain, mm-hmm. and the gap in the gain is we're always trying to gain and gain and gain, and what we don't do is stop and look back and say, you know, sorry, we we look at the gap. Right. We look at what we're missing, but we very rarely look back and say, what have we done for all Mm -hmm. these years? Right. So you asked me to kind of introduce myself at the beginning. And, you know, I've done a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. I just kind of check them off and I go, "Okay, I've done those, done those things. But I actually was sitting down thinking about all the things that I've done in my 58 years. Mm -hmm. Most of them didn't happen until I was in my 30s, probably. But it's it's actually quite amazing what we can do if mm. we just sit back and reflect on all the wonderful things that we've done as human beings. Yeah, and so that's part of what we're talking about here. Yeah, no, that's as as you know, again, like you said, what we're talking about is that acknowledgement of you and what you are capable of, rather than like you said, looking at all the things that you don't do. Just reminding me of something I did in the gym the other day. I had a really terrible session in the gym. <laughs> rather than what I would usually have done in the past, would have gone, oh, it was a shit session, blah, 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 blah. I went, well done for being here. <laughs> what You said what? I just said, well done for being here. Well done for coming. Absolutely. Most people never even go to the well gym. Well done for turning up. You know, it might have not have been a great session, but at least you've just done something. And 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 that just thought, oh, yeah, well done me. You know, again, it's that just stop criticizing and actually being positive with yourself in that moment. Can I, can I share with you uh, this idea I have for how you how you could be have a really successful gym? Yeah, of course. So you know how most of the time you join a gym and it's like twenty twenty five dollars. I don't know if in, in your currency what it's worth, but you know twenty five dollars or so per month. And then usually after three months you quit going or two mm-hmm. months. My 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 thinking is you charge everyone four hundred dollars a month, but you give them twenty dollars back every time they show up. <laughs> okay yeah. so if they show up 20 times they get a free gym membership but you know if you're going to show up you're going to work out if you're hey. going to work out you're going to get the results that you want so everybody wins hey. That's we're actually doing that in like circle so if you do oh. all the things that we want you to do we yep. know you're going to succeed and you get a free membership no oh, nice nice yeah. that's, that is an incentive i think that, that would work really well for some people wouldn't it because absolutely they, yeah. they feel like they're missing out or losing out on something right yeah yeah great i'll just uh they wouldn't work for me because they'd end up owing me loads of money <laughs> at the moment, for sure. <laughs> you must like the gym a lot. Well, you know great. what? I'm actually changing my career slightly next year. I'm going back because I used to be a personal trainer sort of 20 odd years ago. Okay. Um, and because I've got back into the gym this year, I'm enjoying it so much. I've decided to go back into personal training. So next year, keep yeah. your eyes out, everybody. Uh, Body and Mind Fitness is on its way. And so nice. uh, here we go. <laughs> 2024 goal to get get rolling that's great that's definitely yeah and that, let's talk about 2024 shall we because uh, you've got something on the uh, on the horizon pretty much coming around the corner i do uh you know i think 2024 can be your greatest year that's my little tagline and we have an event called your greatest year it's an online event on the 13th and 14th of january over two days five hours a day online All Right where you join us and you know how much most people 
they, you know, it's around Christmas time and they go, you know, I'm getting kind of fat. I think I want to lose 10 pounds <laughs> yeah. and they join a gym or maybe they don't join a gym or they want to exercise. But by the end of January, they've forgotten about all that stuff. I think the reason most people fail and studies have actually shown this is, is that they don't have a holistic approach to their life. They have an approach for one part of their life, mm-hmm. but the rest of their life doesn't support it. So in your greatest year, we actually have time management strategies that we're going to give you, but it's not going to just be for health. It's going to be in your relationships, your health, your wealth, uh, a lot of stuff on wealth, a lot of stuff on teaching you time management techniques so that you can manage to get to the gym. You can manage to figure out how to make that extra 5000 or $10,000 a month okay. in passive income. And you can put it all together as a holistic person rather than just, I'm just going to try to lose this weight. Because what normally happens is you don't instill the proper habits because the other habits interfere with them. Mm. And rather than saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds like you did, you you said, I, I'm good for me. I just went to the gym. If people yeah. would just go to the gym, that, that's probably one time more than they went last year. So yeah. it, it's also that positive reinforcement as well. So the, the event is your greatest years. So thank you. Thank you for asking about it. And I'm excited about it. We got six wonderful speakers. We're going to be speaking on different aspects and taking you through uh, some workshops on creating your life. And um, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Awesome. And like you said, there's there's that every area of your life that that, yeah. that can be worked on. Like you said, you could have one area sorted out, but you're actually not able. You haven't put the time, effort or thought into into sorting other things out as well. Yeah. I mean, imagine if your life is a, a round wheel, but you have a flat on one side of it. Mm. If your health is lousy and your wheel is going around and all of a sudden it hits that flat spot, mm. it's not going to be a smooth ride. So you have to make sure that the, the wheel is inflated in all the areas of your life so that you can achieve that smooth ride. So your relationships have to be good. If your relationships are lousy, you're not going to feel like going to the gym. Not if you're not making enough money or you're working twice as hard as you have to because you just can't put food on the table... You're not going to go to the gym. See how it all works together, right? Yeah, yeah no, definitely. There's that, like you said, I think you used the word holistic earlier. Yeah. yeah. yeah is that, again, that whole person type thing is really important, isn't it? To 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 f- to fulfill kind of the level of life that you want to live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, the, and the more that we can start to look at how we can expand in one area of life, the bigger our life gets in another area. Mm. Yeah, and I think also self-care is really important, just that what you just said there. Because if you're in a good space yourself, right, then there's so much more of you to go around to help everybody else. And I think, again, that's something that's overlooked when we're trying to work on ourselves. It can feel a bit selfish or self-centered. But, you know, if you've got a lot of energy to give and you've got a lot of positivity to give and, and everything else, then everybody will benefit from that, right? Well, it's it's a, it's in it's engaging, I guess would be the word and uh, it's contagious. Mm. And so you know how it is when somebody walks into a party or walks around to you and they're happy, you want to be around them. You've seen those people. It's, yeah. They're engaging. They're, they're, it's contagious. So that positivity can, it's an energy that we can't measure yet. Actually, they have done some, some measurements of it okay. uh, using some Cerulean photography, but most people don't believe that you know the things that we can't see are there, but they're there. We mm. we we just can't see them, right? Mm. If I say something in this room and there's no microphone, uh, just outside the window, it, somebody can still hear that. It's going to be muffled, but somebody across those waves are still traveling. It's just not audible anymore, but they're still there. Mm. When you turn on the radio, 
the signals that were there before now can be heard. You turn off the radio, the same thing. Mm-hmm. We have energy that we project as humans. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if we can stay positive, other people will pick up on that and amplify it back to us. Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Um, uh, what would you say to maybe then to the people that struggle in that space, especially when you're trying to improve yourself, but then you go back into an environment? I think that's what you said about the importance of this membership of being around the people in your mentor yeah. in the light circle. What would you suggest for people that go back into an environment where people maybe aren't as supportive, maybe are a bit flat, don't really like to see you pushing the boundaries of self-improvement? Well, that's that's a tough part is is um, we are and I'll give you some examples of of what I'm about to say. I'll start it with the example. And that's we know lots of sports figures that make all of a sudden they make tons of money out of school for four years. They might make 10 million dollars a year. And then by the time they're 30, they've lost it all. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen in the in the studies that I've done, just the watching of some of these people, is they continue to surround themselves with the people that they were surrounding themselves with when they were young, right? And yeah. some of those people didn't grow up in the best neighborhoods, and they, they're not surrounded by people that can deal with their money properly. They start spending it on a flashy thing, and they think the money's going to be there forever, and they haven't planned that their career might only be three or four years or maybe two. Yeah. Five, if they're lucky, for example. Yeah, And so they run through all that money, all because the people they surrounded themselves with put pressure on them to spend it unwisely. They didn't have the right tools. It wasn't their fault. They just didn't have the right people around us. Mm-hmm. So you could take two twins. One twin is in an, he leaves, he leaves the nest and he goes into this incredible environment. And you could take another twin and you could put him in a horrible environment. And even though they're twins and they have almost the same DNA and they have almost the same upbringing, if they're in two different environments, they're going to have two markedly or they're likely to have two markedly different results as humans. Mm-hmm. And so we know that environment is so important. If you are around people that pull you up and give you reasons to, to move forward, then you will probably want to impress them in an unconscious way and move forward. If you want to, if you're with people that are pulling you back and a lot of times the people in our family pull us back, right? Because they love us and they don't want to lose us. Yeah. So if you have, if you have people in your life that are saying you're, you're coming home, you're saying, I'm going to do all these great things. I'm going to achieve these things. They're going to go, okay, great. Yeah. Whatever yeah. we tried for, <laughs> you know, yeah. And they pull you down. You don't need those people in your life. They're gonna they're gonna hold you back. So you have to love them, understand them, but replace them as the key <laughs> people in your life. <laughs> yeah, and just ignore them when they are trying to get my my. Yeah. I've been self-employed now for what seven or eight years, and my dad still asks me when I'm going to get a job. <laughs> Isn't that funny? A fairly successful coaching business and a podcast and all manner of things, and he's like. Yeah, but when you're going to get a job? So again, they they kind of bring you back into their own sort of ceiling of their own limitations and stuff as well, and what they see as right and what you should be doing. Right. And they have also been raised with their upbringings and their mm. values and their filters. Mm. And we all project our filters onto other people. I remember I was in, uh, I won't say the country, but I, it's endemic in the country um, earlier this year. And I just recognized that so many people were disempowered Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people would use the word impossible and that can't be done and there's no, or easy for you. And so there was always a judgment of negativity around a lot of things that I, I would talk about. And I just realized that your, your environment is everything. 
-hmm. you know, if you're around, I don't like being around negative people. So it was very difficult for me to be around that kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah. So you have to self-select. You have to say, I'm not going to be in that environment because it doesn't serve me. It's, yeah. it's yeah. making an imprint on your unconscious mind. So you have mm -hmm. to, you have to change the venue. Yeah, I think that I think I mentioned this a few times on the show, but is that the phrase is you are the sum of the five people you spend most time with or something like that, isn't it? Have you heard that one where you? Yeah, I mean, again, it just goes to Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people that you hang right. you, yeah. you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so right, isn't it? That, you know, whatever energy you kind of spend most time in is generally the energy that you're going to exude yourself. Yeah. And I really like we that. We have a saying, if you want to travel far, go alone. Okay. If want, sorry, if you want to travel fast, go alone. If you want to travel far, go with light circle, right? <laughs> so that's, we've, we've hijacked the saying because you want to go with people that are on your same mission. Yeah. And that can help you. But yeah. And it is amazing, isn't it? I remember I went to see a Tony Robbins. I went to see the Unleash the Power of In a few years ago. Yeah. And it was like being a, like a rock concert for personal yeah. development. And I had a really bad back at the time. And I remember quite struggling to stand up because I put something out of my back. And then all of a sudden I thought, I realized that my back didn't hurt at all because I was so engulfed in all of this, like 10,000 people of like, energy that yeah. was coming through from everybody that I can completely forgot about my backache. And then I thought, well, my backache is gone. So it's amazing that, you know, that I know I'd hurt my back, but the mindset of holding maybe onto that back pain completely dissipated when I was surrounded by so much positive, loving, uh, caring energy. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony, speaking of that energy, we'll go back to the concept that we talked about a little bit ago. Tony is an amazing entertainer, an amazing mm. teacher, and he stands up there for 13 to 15 to 16 hours. You know, you've been there. He's up there on stage the whole time yeah. for days. Yeah. And you're like, you know, even Bruce Springsteen, who does an incredibly <laughs> long concert at three and a half, four hours, yeah. Tony Robbins blows him away and he's constantly giving energy. You know, and, and when you ask him, he says, it's the energy I give out, but I also get back the crowd's energy and it feeds me and I mm -hmm. continue to gain energy. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why he stands up there for 13 to 15 hours a day. And he's now losing his voice. He's been screaming for 45 years yeah. now doing this. Yeah, when when I when I saw him, he actually had to have a day off because he was he's got something wrong with his vocal cords, isn't he? Yeah, Where he's does. been talking so much for such a long time. Um, yeah, but he, I mean, like you said, it's amazing. You're like whatever time nine, twelve o'clock, I think it started, and ten p.m. He was still going strong, and like you said, whooping everybody up, getting everybody to keep keep everybody going, and yeah, and well, go yeah. walk on fire, right? And walk on fire at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize the day was so long, and I was like, I need to get my train home. <laughs> <laughs> that was too late. The trains had stopped. <laughs> I was just going to say that there was no trains at the time. There were no trains, no, unfortunately. But there you go. And I had hot yeah. feet. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, relationships are clearly significant to you. You said the relationship with your dad. Did your dad push you he didn't push you towards that kind of personal development though he, it was just something that you kind of picked up on yourself or did he sort of encourage you to um to look at the uh um look at the personal development side of things but did he sort of say maybe you know kind of lead you in that direction i think he led me more by example than actual teaching i think the books were there uh he had the knowledge in his head and you know when things came up that knowledge would come out 
Yeah. But generally my dad just kind of led me by example. And he was my biggest hero as I was growing up. And, and, um, you know, is the reason I'm doing a lot of the things I'm doing today, but no, he, he didn't actually push me in that area. It just was available. Right. And, and again, back to environment, right. If those books weren't there, who knows what I would be doing now? Probably, hopefully I'd like to think that I'd be in a good situation, but maybe not. Maybe that was a formative period of time that I was supposed to go and find those books, but if they weren't there, I might've gone in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, your dad was a, was an example of he was what it was, what, you know, the, all the positivity around self-development and then and having that positive relationship with yourself and others and pushing yourself in a certain direction. Yeah. He didn't talk a lot. My dad wasn't a big talker, but when he talked, when he spoke, the things that came out of his mouth usually had some kind of meaning. Yeah. Um, so I learned a lot. He was kind of more the sage for me, you yeah. know, growing up and yeah. everything was kind of a lesson. So yeah. he 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 taught me a lot. I was, and I guess old. when you when you're growing up as well, you look to your dad for that type of thing, don't you? I remember a, a few years ago I realized that my dad's quite a negative person. He's always looking for the fault or the problems in stuff. So I, whenever anything came up in my life where there was a problem or I felt like I'd got one over the man type thing, the first person I'd want to call would be my dad. Look, look dad, yeah. I've just done this or this is all terrible. And my dad go, oh, yeah, this is awful like, type thing. And it was a way of connecting. So I guess if you've got a different influence and someone that helps you to see the positive side of things and to be on top of things and stuff like that, it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? To, yeah. to, again, because you're looking for the connection with your parents. And if you're looking to your dad to offer you a certain space, I mean, if your dad's offering you a like a healthy, this is what you can do with your life type type space, um, in a in a let's do this in a positive way, it makes so much difference. Yeah, I mean, he had his he had his weaknesses too, but but by and large, when we're talking about relationships, uh, certainly parental relationships, my mine was with my dad, and and I learned I learned from that relationship, and I learned a lot from my maternal relationship as well. I learned in a lot of ways. I learned not, what how not to be. So <laughs> I was able to take the good things and bad things about b- both. Uh, both parents and apply yeah. them to my life too. And I think that's interesting what you just said that you you what not to be. So again, you didn't buy into maybe the negative side of things and and take those on board. You kind of thought, oh, gee, that maybe these things I don't want to introduce into my life and be in my life. I think Michelangelo said it better than I could. And and he when he was sculpting the David uh, out of a big block of marble, they said, "How did you?" envision this whole block of marble and he says i just got rid of everything that wasn't the david <laughs> okay. so i think that's important too is we have to realize what doesn't serve us in life and what doesn't make us better in our own in our own way and uh, yeah. and eliminate that because yeah. that's important too as well as the things that do make us who we are yeah definitely um so if people were interested in reaching out and finding out about the light circle and how they maybe can uh join the membership i mean is there a selection process to that is there it's it's an actual actual application process so thanks for asking yeah you would apply to it because we don't let everybody in there Mm -hmm. uh but you know we want to have positive you know high achievers that want to be the best versions of themselves so it's not much of an application process but it is you know i want to talk to you before you you're you're let in because again we don't want that crazy person that you know, at the Christmas holiday meal, that's uh, bringing everybody down, kind of thing. Yeah. But we we do accept people from all walks of life, and 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 we we have 
different curricula that we teach. So we have the three E's of Light Circle, which is expert education. Mm -hmm. So we bring in an expert every week. We don't bring them in, but we'll teach a concept. And, you know, for what I always talk about is there's somebody that's written a book, right? Mm -hmm. They've taken their life's experience and they've taken the time to put it in a book. The best things that have happened in their life and maybe the mistakes. We get a chance to learn from that book. And so we study those experts in all the different areas. Maybe it's wealth. We, we, for example, Robert Kiyosaki, who's in his 70s now, but he wrote a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's a man that took all of his knowledge and gave it to us in a book. We're mm-hmm. going to dive into that, rip it open. But in a week, we we do this process called hyper learning, which is involving all the sense, senses and then also bringing it back to your, curric- your, your community, your light sphere, we call it, your small group. Okay. So you can apply it into your life. So we have that. We have that environment that we talked about. And then we have the empowered thinking. So that's what Life Cir- Light Circle is all about. So the reason I'm setting that all up is because you'll be coming in with a class and there'll be kind of a curriculum every week okay. that we'll be talking about and you'll go, you'll be going through as well. So yes, they can go to lightcircle.org, find out all about us. But if you want to come to our event, which I mentioned earlier, yep. your greatest year, go to lightcircle.org forward slash your greatest year, all in lower caps, Lovely. and uh, and we'll get you going. Okay, uh, all the information you need to to uh, link up with Mark and find out more about Light Circle and, and go to the event will be in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for your time today, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, it's been a wonderful chat. Um, and again, one of those conversations that probably could have gone on for a couple of hours or so at least. Um, yeah. it, I usually like to ask my guests if they've got a quote or uh, words of wisdom that they would like to leave with the listeners. So they've got just a little snippet to take away with them. Well, I would probably say my my number one quote, this is the one I'm kind of known for. It's at the end of every one of my podcast episodes. It's never give up your power in your health, your wealth, or your time. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. Never give up your power. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, I was interested. I had a conversation with someone about this the other day and I said to them, they said, yeah, but that's really difficult with this with these other people because this certain the other. I said, yeah, but they don't know that you're not giving your power up. I said, that's like, right. You could play around the edges a little bit and make them feel like yeah, they're getting their own way and whatever they're doing is whatever they're doing. But that doesn't mean you need to give your power up. <laughs> I love it. That's a great interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. It's all like kind of that mindset and up in what's going on in your own head that's really important. Um, as I said, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Please do uh, reach out to Mark if you want to find out more about Light Circle and get your tickets for uh, the best. Your greatest year. Your greatest year for 2024. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.